0: Hey, hey, you, no, I'm talking to you, you, the person listening to me right now, I am talking to you, I want to thank you for listening to this episode, thank you, I hope you have a decent Thanksgiving, hey, 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 I'm still talking to you. And I want us all to remember To take one day at a time That's all we've been given And that's all we can handle most of the times And man, it is a healing, healing step To take To let that sink in daily So, just wanted to give you that wanted to give you that We all know But man, if we could do it a really big deal. Hey, you got some random things to talk about. If you are not used to that, then you have not been listening to the podcast. You are a first-time listener. So a few things. First of all, my philosophy on Christmas music. I start November the 1st, and here's why. I see Thanksgiving and Christmas as kind of one big old thing. Like in school, when I was growing up, Thanksgiving break, it was kind of like a preview to Christmas. You got some days off, you get around the family, you have good food, and then when you go back to school, you only got three more weeks. So it's like this big thing. My parents would put the Christmas tree up the Saturday after Thanksgiving. So it's like one big old thing for me. And so once... Halloween is gone. Let's just crank up this Thanksgiving Christmas thing. And so I've been watching Christmas movies. I've been listening to Christmas music. Last year, I kind of wasn't in the Christmas spirit. This year, I am really, really enjoying it. Now, here's the deal I used to stop listening to Christmas music on December the 25th. <laughs> 25th. It was like, okay, it's Christmas. The expectation, The looking forward, it's all over, Christmas music, done. Now, I've matured a little bit, and I've gained some wisdom to where now I can enjoy Christmas music on the 25th. But I'm telling you, on the 26th, let's pack up the decorations, if I only was not too lazy to do it on the 26th. Let's get rid of the Christmas music. Christmas is over. It's not coming around until the next November the 1st. So that's kind of how I roll. I understand people that are saying, hey, man, it's a little too early for all of this. But hey, by the way, do you know Jingle Bells is a Thanksgiving song? Yes, sir, it is. Google it. I promise. So another thing. I have somewhat of a distant relative. I know her well. She's in her late 80s, had a really good life, currently has a sound mind, That's not something that we all get at that age. And I'm telling you, no disrespect to my family, but I really am scratching my head here. So she found out that she has a lump in her breast, and it has wrecked her. She is extremely stressed out. She's extremely worried. She is just a mess right now. And I'm thinking, if I'm approaching my 90s, I'm not doing anything to maintain my health. And if I get bad news, I just don't care. I'm eating chocolate cake whenever I want to eat chocolate cake. I, I will within my conch, my conviction level, I will do whatever I want to do, <laughs> eat whatever I want to eat. And golly, the last thing I'm worried about is dying. I don't know if that's a generational thing or what. I I remember my grandma was was similar. She would get flustered about like paperwork not being perfect. I'm like, you're in your 90s. Now's the time to not worry about that kind of stuff. (laughs) I don't know. I do think it's kind of a generational thing because I've talked to other people my age. They feel the same way. All right, so the last thing is kind of a story. So there is a bike trail, running trail, walking trail in Charleston that I go on very frequently. It goes for miles. You can get to all sorts of different parts of town by this greenway. It's called the West it's called the Charleston Greenway. Well, I had the weirdest, well not weirdest, well, I guess weird when I reflect on it. So I am jogging and I'm basically walking up Two two egrets egrets are beautiful, graceful, usually white skinny birds that typically fly away no no, no no real, real real quick, real quick, I made a mistake the The point of this whole story is there was a bunch of them. usually you only see one at a time, maybe two at a time, but I'm literally I stopped jogging because I see a head there's like ten of those things, and they're all congregated together and I'm like oh my gosh, I am going to get some cool pictures and I'm going to get some cool video footage. And so I'm walking up and I'm so excited. I promise this is not an exaggeration. I take my phone out and right as I'm about to hit record and start taking some pictures, some asshole on a bicycle zooms by me with his phone and camera going and basically runs into this flock of egrets, not physically, but basically in a way that just disperses them all. And just with glee and such joy, he is just soaking in the moment of being able to film him riding a bike. He literally passed me and made all those birds fly away. I don't know this kid. I know he had no ill will towards me. I know he was oblivious to the fact that I wanted to get some video footage, but I promise you, I was pissed off at that dude. Like that dude, I was pissed off at him. I didn't even see his face. I just saw the backside and I'm like, I, I can't stand that guy. <laughs> and I started to think about it. I was like, I don't know this guy and he is completely unaware of my emotions. And so it really did get get some wheels turning. And I started to think about how often we are not only mad at people that have no idea we're mad at them, but also exert a lot of energy into that anger. And they're completely unaware. We're punishing ourselves basically by turning this over and over and over in our heads. So that's one thing. But then it made me realize how many people we're angry at and they do not know what they are doing. So I remember those words that Jesus said before he died, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they're doing. They know not. Man, what if we could just filter like most human actions through this? It doesn't justify really bad stuff. It doesn't excuse it. There certainly needs to be consequences, but what if we kind of in our minds started to embrace this thing that most people are acting according to their biases and how they're raised and their background and, and all of that and just whatever at whatever level. At whatever level, why don't we add more of that father forgive them for they do not know what they're doing? But that guy's still an asshole. He is still an asshole. So I've got a fun I I have a, a fun time with this show because it's with a personal friend of mine. You've seen the title, you know what it's about. We're gonna kick things off, however, with two of our listeners' kids. One of them was Austin Hill. He's been a listener and a friend for a long time. Josh Whippy, he's been a friend and a listener for a long time. Austin has his two kids.
1: I'm Lila. And? I'm Evwit.
0: Join us, and we have a great time. And then we have Josh Whippy and his daughter.
1: My name is Adeline.
0: Join us for a great time. And then I interview my son, Waylon, also. And he's kind of down to business. He is, he is down to business on this one. But before we do that, I want to remind you all that we partner up with Donor C, and I'm so excited. We have tackled three opportunities to help people. The last one was Jar Who basically needed a hysterectomy because there was a cyst in her uterus. And these are all opportunities in the $300 range. And we've taken care of three of these. I'm so excited about that. In the show notes, there's a link where you can go see what our latest opportunity is, or you may just see the latest opportunity that we've already taken care of. There's also a number that you can text if you want updates on the next opportunities or the opportunities that are happening. And if you join the Pastor With No Answers patron family, then half of what you decide to give monthly will go to the Donor See opportunity of the month. And also, if you are a current patron, I will give half of whatever your increase is. If you, if you up your giving, I'm going to give half of that, maybe at a, at a, at a smaller level, I'll just give it all. But uh, maybe I'll reach out to you and ask, Hey, how much of this increase do you want going to donor seed? That's, that's what I'll do. But I want to thank uh, Bronwyn Cole. I really like your first name, by the way. I don't know if it's, more common than I think. I know it's not super common, but I don't know if I've ever heard of that name before, and I'm sure a lot of people have, but I like your first name. And Joey Ruh. I definitely like your first and last name. I like your first name for obvious reasons. And Ruh, that's a pretty interesting, unique last name. I guess it could be Ruh, but I think it's Ruh, R-U-H. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving, everybody, and en- enjoy this time as best as you possibly can and i i love you and enjoy the episode this you may be a weird question but are you guys happy yeah how, how do we how do we know when we're happy
1: when it's just um, when my stomach, my stomach gets like butterflies in it. Like today at school, like when, like it went time to time. Like it went like right there, and then it went like right there. Like when I keep kept on remembering that, like only 15 days to my birthday, my stomach went like.
0: Oh, so like. And the then happiness. I kept on getting. Like right here. Yeah, and your belly. And like
1: right here.
0: And your belly, and then in your chest. Like the happiness just kind of moves around. Yeah. Cool. Cool. How, how about you, Everett? How do you know when you're happy?
1: Um, I just feel in a really good
0: mood. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Are you a happy person? Mhm. Yeah. 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 And what I what I wonder about happiness is how, how do you know? You told me that you're happy, but how do you know that you're happy?
1: Um, that's a good question. I'm not quite sure how to respond to that.
0: Do you have a favorite parent? No. No? Ever? No. Nope, that's well, good Well, that,
1: somet- sometimes I do Like when, for some reason when my mommy yells at my dad I feel really bad for my dad Yeah And, um, yes. I like my dad at some certain points But then I like my mom at some certain, certain points So like I don't know who to, who to decide Cause like I want to choose somebody But like I can't, like it's so hard
0: Oh, well, I think maybe that's good Maybe that's good that you can't choose, right? Yeah. You ever, you feel the same way?
1: Well, I like my dad battle because he plays video games with me. <laughs> and I like my mom battle. Well, sometimes I like my dad battle, and sometimes I like my mom battle. Same. Yeah, and I like my dad better sometimes, is because he plays video games with me. Yeah. Same. nice. Yeah. And my mom is because she does. Our dad's like the fun one, and then our mom's like the protective one who cooks for us, like healthy food. But yeah. then all our dad cooks is like pizza and McDonald's <laughs> and stuff, and bacon. Oh
0: yeah. man. So who? So who is more likely to yell at you guys, your mom or your dad? Mom. Oh yeah. Everett, you agree? She's
1: like, get over here. We are eating your food, and you cannot decide what you don't want to eat. You have to eat it now. (laughs) I would have to say dad.
0: You have to say what? Dad. Dad, yeah.
1: Because he spanks us, and all that mom does is just puts us in a timeout.
0: Oh, gotcha. Oh, that's interesting. (laughs)
1: And... Well, Dad's parents—if right he was bad, his parents would put hot sauce in our mouth.
0: What? Mm-hmm. They put hot, hot sauce, sauce in his sauce. mouth. Oh my gosh. Who is more likely to yell at you, your mom or your dad? Mm, both. <laughs> both of them. <laughs>
1: yep.
0: So, so one of them doesn't yell more than the other?
1: Well, it depends.
0: It depends. Tell me, tell me what it depends on. I'm curious
1: well my dad mostly yells at you when I disobey my mom and when uh, and then my mom yells at me when <laughs>
2: um pretty much all the time
0: who who is more likely to yell at you me or mom mom who's a better driver you yeah mm-hmm why, why do you think parents give you rules? That's something that I've been thinking about because I'm a parent. Like, why do you think we give rules? Yeah, what do you think, Everett?
1: Um, so we can be safe and not eat too much junk so we get fat and not be too skinny.
0: What do you mean by that? Not be too skinny? If you're
1: too skinny, sometimes your blood might not be able to fit because you're so skinny. Oh, but wow. But if you're too fat... Then, then you can get cancer.
0: Oh golly. No. Oh my god! I
1: think you might I die. Know. I think. Yeah. But um, and so you can be safe, not get stitches, not get a boot, not get a cat, not get crutches.
0: So you're saying rules are good.
1: Um, and like, yeah, kind yeah. of I'll get you singles chopped but off like by a chain. But they're also like, they're also like not that good at the same time because it's kind of boring, like with yeah. all the rules, like. Because, like, sometimes my mom will say, Kids, there's a rule. You can't jump in the house. But we're like, Why? Right. Right, I understand that.
0: Why do parents give rules? Like, what's the point of rules?
1: To keep us safe and to teach us how to act. Because when we grow up and we have our own children. And our parents didn't have rules, then we're not going to know what to teach our children.
0: Oh, wow. I like that. I like that. Yeah, it's almost like the easy way of parenting would be not to give rules and just let kids do what they want. (laughs) But that's not good for kids, huh? Uh
2: Uh-huh.
0: Why do me and mom give you rules?
2: To keep us safe.
0: Yeah? Like, give me an example.
2: Well... You want us to look both the ways before we cross the street so we don't get hit by a car.
0: Hey did, let me ask y'all this and again remember I, I I told your dad all the questions when I did did either one of them ever say bad words? Yes. They did. My mom did. Your mom yeah. does? What kind of what kind of words does she say?
1: She says she says Jesus F word Christ.
0: Oh wow. Wow, okay. Alright. My
1: daddy just he doesn't cuss that much. He just said like for an Eagles game, he said this is a shitty game.
0: Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And
1: he says BS. Are That's you guys? All he
0: says. Are you guys allowed to say bad words?
1: No. All yeah. we say is frick. That's yeah. not a bad word.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Do me or mom ever say bad words? Yes. Yeah? Like what?
2: Mom, some we once. We joked about her eating all the food, but we didn't. And she said the F word.
0: Oh, that was when we played a trick on her? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What other words do we say?
2: Um, The B word sometimes.
0: B word, what's that? (laughs) (laughs) Hmm.
2: I know what it is, but I don't wanna say it.
0: That makes sense. That makes sense. All right, well, we talked about some bad stuff. Let's talk about some good stuff. Do y'all think that God is good? Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so here's here's what I've been thinking about lately though. If God I believe God is good too, but what about like tornadoes and hurricanes and floods? Like if if God is so good, why does that stuff happen, Everett?
1: Um tornadoes happen is when well, he makes cold places and hot places, but sometimes his power isn't strong enough. So it let's the hot ale and the cold ale come to one place and make a tornado and oh, now hurricanes happen.
0: Did you say is God can't stop it? Okay, so you're an open theist, gotcha. So God can't stop mm-hmm. the tornadoes. And what are we gonna say about hurricanes?
1: And hurricanes he can't stop is because he needs to have enough water so that all of like the fish and stuff live. Uh, okay. Like, he's not, like, trying not to stop it. Like, he, it's not really, like, his decision. Like, he has to do it in order for, like, worlds to work, kind of. Like, I mean, without Tornadoes, like, what would happen, like, and just really wouldn't make sense to me because, like, like this world needs something scary for like the world to experience. Like there can just be nothing scary or life won't really work that well.
0: Wow, that is deep. Yeah, so we need scary stuff. I like that. Wow, that's that'll that'll give me something to think about tonight. And what what about like people dying? I mean, like that's so sad, you know?
1: Yeah, like why did he create cancer?
0: Yeah. Um or did he create cancer? I guess well, he he either allowed well, it or he or he created it. I mean, it's yeah. What do you think, Everett? Cause
1: my dad's my dad's uncle died from cancer.
0: Oh man, that's so sad. Everett, what do you want well, to say?
1: I think that's because the devil sometimes his power is stronger than God, and then sometimes God's power is stronger than the devil. Okay. So then sometimes people die, and that's how they die at different ages.
0: Gotcha. That's interesting. That's interesting. Do y'all remember some words that you used to say when you were little that you were saying them wrong? Like, I I used to call girls glores. Do y'all remember any words that y'all used to say?
1: Yeah. So, once I didn't know how to say daddy. Yeah. And so I heard my mom calling him babe. So I started calling my dad babe.
3: (laughs) That's
0: funny. What about you, Everett?
1: Um... I used to say "goo goo gaga." Goo <laughs> goo gaga. <laughs> well, I know that I have said something wrong. You just can't
0: remember. Yeah, I just can't remember. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Do you remember some words that you used to say wrong when you were young?
2: Mm, yeah.
0: What? What are some of them?
2: Cupcake. Um, harm work.
0: Harm work for what? Huh? That was how you said homework. Yeah. And then what else? Um, breakfast. Breakfast for breakfast? <laughs> hey, so if y'all could, if y'all had to be in a room by yourself for like a whole week, what's like one or two things that you would definitely want with you? Either one of you. Y'all don't have to raise your hand.
1: My house.
0: Your house? You would want the house inside the room?
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. Because then, then I would have food, my comfy bed, my three cats, Zoe, Hurley, and Miley. <laughs> That's
0: and, genius.
1: And maybe, just maybe, my parents might be in the house.
0: Uh, Let's see. So an- answer this. If you had to be in a room all by yourself for two weeks, what would you want in your room? You can only pick two things.
2: Mm-hmm. A bathroom. TV.
0: Hey, who, do y'all know who the president is right now?
2: Joe Biden.
0: Do y'all think he's going to do a good job?
1: Yeah. I don't know. Not sure? Because I don't know. Like, we we know what Donald Trump would have done because he was already president. But now, but we don't know if we can trust him yet because we haven't seen anything that he's done.
0: Gotcha. So we so could like, trust Trump?
1: I guess. I don't yeah. know. My parents say that i don't know what they yep. say i don't really ha- i don't really want to do anything about the presidents. like i don't really care who wins yeah like i just want the best person for our whole country like like i just want like i wish god was president although he oh, already that's a is
0: because then because
1: then god would take care of everything like he would be like don't overwater those plants yeah make sure make sure you be nice to your children parents
0: yeah yeah
1: children make sure you don't buy too much junk food
0: yeah yeah what do you want to say ever
1: um can i get this cookie i saw some cookies in the office um in this like office thing so can i go get some
0: that's up to your dad he it's said. fine with me so who's 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 our president nowadays not sure yet. <laughs> We're not sure yet. Yeah. That's a good point. Do you think if who, who do you think would be better suited for the job, Biden or Trump?
1: Well, I've never really experienced Biden as a president, but I know that Trump does a good job, but it would be cool to find out how Biden would be and what he would do as a president for us.
0: Who's who's our president right now? Biden? Do you think he's going to do a good job?
2: Mm-mm.
0: No, why not?
2: Well. I forgot. Do,
0: do you think he'll do a better job than Trump? Yeah. Are you a Trump fan? Mm-mm. Not really, why not?
2: Cuz he's orange? Well, not that.
0: Hey, what's the difference between loving and liking?
2: What? If you like
1: somebody, that doesn't mean that you're like, "Oh, come here, please. I need to see you just like one more time." Like, you're like, hi. Like, you're not, like, obsessed with them like that. You're like, please come one more time to my house.
0: Gotcha. So, that when you're saying, please, one more time, that's somebody that you love somebody?
1: Like, love, 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 love.
0: Gotcha. gotcha. But just
1: liking is like, hey, can you come over to my house maybe, like, next week or something?
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. What's the difference between liking something a lot and loving something?
1: Um, maybe liking... Liking something... Hmm. Loving is... Like, let's say you love a a certain stuffed animal. Loving is, like, playing with it all the time, sleeping with it all the time, being around it most of your... Most of your life and loving it but i think liking it you would play with you would like it like you would play with it once in a while it's not like an all day every day like hmm. it's not like an all day every day it's not like it wouldn't be on your schedule like if you had a, a calendar in your room it wouldn't say like play with this play with that stuff like that
0: so the stuff that you love, you put on your calendar for crying out
1: loud. <laughs> I guess.
0: Cool, cool. What's the difference between love and like?
2: Well, love, you like like it a lot, but like is just, you like it.
0: So love is a lot of like? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. If you were living 2,000 years ago and you were 16, so you, didn't, you couldn't get a full-time job but you wanted to babysit uh-huh. and marry needed a break after
1: christmas
0: (laughs) and she wanted you to babysit jesus like would you would you take that job or or would you be afraid that you would drop god (laughs) um
1: i'm not well if it was mary and she wanted me to watch god well jesus um
0: I mean, wouldn't you be nervous?
1: I would be a little nervous, but I know that God is gentle and He's loving, and He's He knows how you're gonna act because He knows the future and the past. And um.
0: But what about this baby? I understand God. This baby <laughs> named Jesus. I mean, if I if would, what the Bible if the what if what the Bible says is true, He's fully man. So I mean, you'd have to change <laughs> Jesus's diapers. Wouldn't that be weird?
1: Yes, but (laughs) I think I would accept the challenge. There (laughs) Um, you go. Because, I mean, I'm not quite sure why Mary would want me to babysit Jesus. But if she actually did, I would probably. You'd accept the challenge. Yeah, I would probably say yes.
0: Hey, what are y'all afraid of? Robbers. Robbers. Yeah, Everett, you don't have to raise your hand. Just tell me.
1: Um, the devil.
0: The devil? Yeah.
1: I'm just scared of robbers because they can kill people and they can steal your stuff. And I'm also scared of cancer. Gotcha. Because, like, I can literally get it tomorrow.
0: That's true. But, but look,
1: the devil does create wobbles and cancel. And, um, and cancel. What I'm afraid of is me being by myself, no food, no bottle, and no ale. Because those are the sweet oxygen. things that you need to live. You need oxygen, too. Oxygen
0: yeah. is ill. Oh. Yeah, 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 oxygen is, yeah, good point. What are some things that you're afraid of? The dark. The dark? What are some things that you're afraid of?
2: Um, Having surgeries.
0: Surgeries? Mm-hmm. What's well, so scary about those?
2: Well, some surgeries would be like, You could die if you didn't do it, or you could die if you did do do it. If they like mess up or something.
0: So you're afraid of dying.
2: Mm
0: Mhm. Oh, what what are you afraid of dying for?
2: Well, I want to. What do you think will happen? Well, you would go to heaven, but I want to stay as as I want to stay as long as I can on Earth because I'm not. I know I'm gonna still be on heaven longer than Earth.
0: So you just want to stay around here as long as you can. Mm Do you, do you think you're a little scared of what it's gonna be like, like, if you die? What it's gonna be like kind of going from here to heaven? Because, mm-hmm. like, me and mom won't be with you? Mm-hmm. I know that people need their brain, and I know that people need their hearts, and all that. Do you need skin? Do you have to have skin?
1: Uh, yeah. If you want to tan, yes.
0: If you want to
1: tan, I actually yeah need- I think you do need skin because if you're a skeleton then you're automatically dead. Um, but like I don't know huh. because your skin holds your blood in and you need your blood. <gasps> to yeah! Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That God. see like that's kind of the same thing like you can't just be a skeleton like you yeah. need like skin like like think of me being a skeleton like I. I can't be talking. Like, all I would be doing is it.
0: Can we live without skin?
1: No. Oh, well, uh, huh. I'm not sure. I mean, if you mean all of your skin, like all of the skin on your body, probably yes. Because that's keeping all of the liquid and stuff that keeps you alive inside of your body because you know if you get cut, then blood comes out because it's only like because that doesn't kill you i mean because it's only a little bit it's like a little part of your body but if it was all of your skin then yes you do need you cannot live without skin, I don't think.
0: Okay, yeah, I, I would I would say maybe I'd agree with you about not being able to live without skin. <gasps> oh, so,
1: actually, you probably couldn't live without skin because your bones would be showing and that would be a lot easier to break that yeah. break yeah. your bones. Yeah.
0: Do we need skin?
2: Um, no. Why not? Well... Skin's not really a body part, but like your heart and your brain is. It would it, it would be unhealthy if you didn't have any skin, but I think you can still live if you don't have any.
0: Yeah, it would be unhealthy. Why would it be unhealthy?
2: Well, mm, Well, your skin in ancient times kind of protects you Yeah Protects you Cause Like under your skin It's like There's blood and stuff
0: Yeah Why does it hurt When you Pull your When you pull someone's hair But it doesn't hurt When you cut someone's hair
1: <gasps> Um Everett's not used up to His hair getting pulled But somebody named Lila is Hmm, I wonder
0: why Everett. Oh, Everett is a hair puller. Mm-hmm. But have you ever thought have you ever thought about why that hurts but then cutting hair Okay, doesn't? you are not
1: driving my legal Aussie call tonight. Um, I don't know why it hurts. I mean, why it doesn't hurt. Maybe because there maybe look at like this is like connected to my head.
0: Oh, but it's connected. But the stuff to that your you're head. cutting
1: isn't like connected to your head. Like it would like, if you get a haircut, like, I probably get haircuts, like, down to here. I don't get haircuts, like, up to here.
0: Because oh, then wow. it will be
1: bald, and I need my hair. It's you precious.
0: Hair. Gotcha. It's crazy. Like, when you pull <laughs> someone's hair, it hurts. it hurts. If you cut someone's hair,
1: it doesn't feel, hurt at all. You can't feel nothing.
0: <laughs> why Why do you think that is?
1: Um, I think when you pull someone's hair... You're pulling the roots of their head. But when you cut their hair. Well, when you pull someone's hair. It's actually on. Like it's. On your head. Like it's connected to your head. And when you pull the part of your hair. It hurts. Because it's. When you pull it. Yeah. It's more. How do I say this? You're using more of your strength. And when you're just cutting the little piece of... Oh, when you're pulling hair, you're using the top of the head of your hair. And and it's stopping from coming out of the little holes. And that's why it hurts, because you're pulling a part of your body. And it doesn't hurt when you cut the hair, because you're actually not pulling on the hair, and you're not... You're not using a lot of your strength. You're just—you're really just putting your putting. What do you call it? A tool. Yep. Yeah. On it and getting yeah. rid of some of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hey, why do y'all think animals have tails? And I mean, because we we don't have tails. What do you think tails are for?
1: Um, what do you well, think, Everett?
0: You don't have to raise well, your. There is
1: this type of lizard that needs its tail because. And then play try to pull it, but then it just hatches right off. And, and then, it then it grows drops, back. And it grows uh-huh. back, and then it's fine.
0: Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So
1: then play can't get it. But. Same thing like a, squ- like a squid. <laughs>
0: Hey, okay, let Yeah, that is a weird question. It is interesting. Well, I mean, like you, we know why monkeys have tails because they use it to like climb yeah, and like, swing do monkey and all stuff. That kind of stuff. Yeah, do monkey stuff. But like,
1: stuff. say like a giraffe has a tail. If somebody just like snipped off his tail, he's a goner. Right. But like with the lizard, like so, what if you snip off his tail? It might be gross and disgusting, but he can still come back to life.
0: Hey, do you guys have a hard time loving anybody at school?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get into girl fights almost every single day. Rude people. Rude people.
0: Rude people. Hey, is there anybody at school that you have a hard time loving? Boys. Boys. Just all of them are are just kind of generally annoying. Well,
1: if they're like smaller boys, like in different grades, like younger than me, like. Pre-K, kindergarten, I'm okay with. But when if there's like a boy in my class, I'm
0: just like, no, I can't do yeah. it. <laughs> so do, you don't have to say anybody's name, but is there any one boy in particular that just really is a challenge for you to love like Jesus wants us to love? Yes. Yeah, tell me just a little bit about him. Nobody's going to know um, who it is.
1: It was a boy in kindergarten. And he told me that when we go up, he's going to marry me and we're going to have children. I was like, no way. That's not happening. Because actually, he said that he liked me, but he was mean to me. Like, he bullied me. Psh, like, I don't know what's the up. problem with that boy.
0: Yeah. Well, first of all, he sounds inappropriate because that's a pretty messed up thing to say that he wants to have babies with you. (laughs) And second of all, like, who does that? Who who's mean to someone that they actually want to marry? Yeah, I I don't get that one. Yeah, I could understand that. How do you feel about other kids getting picked on?
2: Well, it feels horrible and sad because it's like not happening to you, but it's happening to them, and like feel how they're feeling people picking on them and stuff.
0: Yeah. Do you ever stick up for kids that are getting picked on? Mm-hmm. What do you say?
2: Oh, well, I say, like, you can't do that stuff. Like, you can't make fun of them just because, like, if they're going to make fun of you because you're poor, you, you, you could say, like, you can't make fun of them just because they don't have the stuff that you have.
0: Yeah. Yeah
2: cuz you're both people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what do you mean by that? Like you're both the same, you're both people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, have y'all heard that whole thing about it's it's better to give than to receive? Have y'all heard that?
1: Yeah, during like Christmas and stuff.
0: Do you believe that? Better to give than receive?
1: Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Why? I like
1: getting presents, but I also like helping people out a lot.
0: Okay, that's fair.
1: That means, like, you, you like, give something to, yeah. like, the poor people and stuff. Like, yeah. say say Everett's a person, and I have these pack of toothpicks, and you say, Oh, I wish I had toothpicks. Say that, Everett. Oh, I wish I had toothpicks. Oh, I just bought these toothpicks. These poor man needs them more than I do. Here you go. You can have them. Thank you. That
0: makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Like That's instead
1: a, of go instead of going like this, oh, he needs toothpicks. Well, bad luck, because I'm saving saving all of these for myself.
0: Right, right. When it so with Christmas coming up, we've heard this saying. It's actually in the Bible about this whole giving is better than receiving. Yes. Like, do you agree with that? you agree?
1: Yes, actually. Um, I agree with it because when you give love to Jesus, you are receiving love. It's just like him giving you a present that you already have. And... Presents for Christmas is just like receiving love from God. Even though we are thankful that He gives us that, because people also because Christmas Christmas is also known as God's birthday, and God usually on birthdays you get you get your own cake, and people give you presents, but you getting presents from your family and from friends is like him giving you a present on his birthday. On Whoa, his special hey, day. You know,
0: you know, I've never thought of it that way but I'm going to remember that this year. That's <laughs> good. That's good. Have you heard the whole thing that with with Christmas it's, it's better to give than to receive? Yeah. Do you believe that?
2: Kind of because... You want to give other people that don't have a lot of stuff to them. Like if they're poor or something, you want to give give stuff to them. and they, But it wouldn't make me sad if they didn't give anything to me. It would make me happy if I gave something to them, though.
0: So what if there was a Christmas, let's say not this Christmas coming, but the next Christmas, when me and Mom said, all right, Waylon, you we are going to have a christmas where we all don't get anything we're just going to give a bunch of stuff to people would you be okay with that
2: yeah because we already have a lot of stuff that we like playing with and stuff we don't need it would be fine if we don't get like more things
0: if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life what would it be
2: pizza no
1: wait yep. wait maybe well
0: you back Parmesan on noodles
1: quick, quick.
0: Oh. Parmesan
1: noodles—they're right. so good.
0: Everett, what about you? You don't have to raise your hand.
1: I would have to say cereal because it makes you fat and it makes you um and it's healthy too.
0: So it's healthy and it makes and you it fat. And it has
1: milk in it, and milk is healthy, which makes you have muscles.
0: Okay, so cereal. And if you have
1: muscles, you can plant a whole like. A garden of vegetables, um, field of corn and stuff.
0: Yeah. Can you buy cereal with milk already in it? No. No. Oh, okay. If you could have one food for the rest of your life and you couldn't have anything else, what would it be? There
1: are actually two things.
0: That's fair. Tell Probably,
1: me two. Well, like well, like for something for breakfast, lunch, and dinner.
0: Okay, that's fair. You can do
1: that. I'm wondering.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, no, I mean, honestly, so my son said hamburgers. He was just like, well, what's something <laughs> relatively healthy? Which I don't know why he thinks hamburgers are healthy. But, <laughs> you know, that, that's what he went with. He went with hamburgers. So, yeah, if you had to pick one food and that's all you could eat for the rest of your life.
1: I'm not sure. Maybe, okay, so I know this isn't very healthy, but I do really like pizza. I mean, come on, who doesn't like pizza?
0: If you could only eat one type of food or one one food for the rest of your life, what would it be?
2: Mm, well, I would try to pick something healthy. Mm, probably... Burgers.
0: Burgers. Mhm. Just the meat and the bread. Yeah. Ketchup. Yeah. So hamburgers with ketchup for the rest of your life. Yeah. All right. So what like, are some things y'all are thankful for?
1: My family, my cats, God, me, Christmas, my birthday, food, water. Oxygen, friends, school, electronics, podcasters, and that's all.
0: That's all. No, actually,
1: I'm thankful for this whole world.
0: Okay. Even the bad stuff.
1: Everything. Uh, Yes, yeah. But the devil and I love God the most. Everything but the devil and I love God the most. You should say. You should say. Um, your family. Yeah, I said everything but the
0: devil. Oh. Oh, gotcha. All right. What are some things that you're thankful for?
1: Um, my family, my friends, my clothes, shelter, food, internet.
0: And your iPad. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What are some things that you're thankful for?
2: Well, I'm thankful for a whole house. And I'm thankful for, like, a bed that we don't have to... Like, we can just go on our bed and sleep on there and other people have to, like, sleep on outside or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Have you... How how many times... If you had to guess, how many times do you think you've lied to me? Hmm... your whole life i
2: don't know well
0: because you've lied before to try to stay out of trouble mm
2: -hmm.
0: what would be an example of something that you tried to lie about
2: well well once um it was like funny some kind of hmm, like we were about to watch a movie and then i went in the guest room and I was on my iPod, and I thought I was gonna get in trouble if you saw me in there. So then when um, you wanted me to, you said, like, we need Waylon. And then I came out of the guest room that you're all of y'all were like, what have you been doing? I'm like, napping."
0: <laughs> that was kind of recently, right? He
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> said you went in there and took a nap. Do you remember when I said that you were eating doritos in there because there are doritos all over the floor? Oh, yeah. Do you want to come clean with that? Were you in there eating Doritos? I was. You were? Mm-hmm.
2: There's, like, crumbs.
0: So you're telling me the truth for the first time. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> there's, there's, like, a bag of Doritos, but there's only, like, little crumbs.
0: So last question, yes or no, and I'll let both of you answer. Did Kurt Cobain's wife kill him? What do you think, Lila? <sighs>
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes.
0: Okay, Everett. What do you think?
1: I don't even know who he is.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, that's fair then. But did Kurt Cobain's wife kill him?
1: Who is that?
0: <laughs> well, you know, if, it, it, have you heard of the band called Nirvana? Have you heard that song that goes, do don't, 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 don't. Does that ring a bell?
1: Nope.
0: Yeah, that's that's fair. Well, let's let's say. <laughs> why don't you take a wild guess? Yes or no? Did Kurt Cobain's wife kill him? Mm. I love how you're thinking about this. It's precious.
1: I feel like people would. So this is. Would I like when I see questions that I don't really know, like which one is made out of glass, which one's made out of candy, who is lying, stuff like that? I usually say which one looks more realistic would be the fake one. So I think people would actually answer no to that question, but I'm gonna answer yes.
0: All right. Well, people have heard it they, that Kurt Cobain's wife killed him. Did Kurt Cobain, uh, did, did his wife kill him?
2: I have no idea who that is.
0: It's the guy from, that sing, that's the lead singer from Nirvana. You know the song, Smells Like Teen Spirit? Do you know <laughs>
2: that song?
0: You know that song? Mm-hmm. Do you think his wife killed him? I don't know. You don't know? Do you like that song? Yeah. All right. Well, thank you.
1: You're welcome. Have a nice Thanksgiving.
0: These are my favorite conversations because I'm sitting here with a good friend, and that is just, I'm in chill mode chill mode because we're just hanging out just like we always do. So this is Amy Alderman. Uh, like I said, we've been close for a long time. Her and her husband, Dick, have been there for us, uh, especially through our hard time last year. But just, you know, we're, we're, we're going to be lifelong friends. They're elders of our church. Kids have grown up together. You use foul language and that makes me comfortable. <laughs> so... <laughs> But th- this this conversation and, and having you sit here to discuss this, it kind of started because there was another podcast that addressed I don't, the overweight issue. And I've got some questions as far as like, uh, wh- how should I be saying that? But I'll get to that in a second. But huge outla- uh, outlash, is that a word? Backlash, That's yeah. Okay. <laughs> huge backlash because he people said he didn't have fat representation. Like apparently I haven't listened to the episode, so I can't really speak about it, but apparently there were clips of different overweight people. But then for the bulk of the episode, he was talking to a fully fit, uh, psychologist who counsels a lot of people that are overweight. And so anyway, it just, it just got me thinking because I, I, I realized, man, we talk about race, talk about sexuality, gay people, straight people, but, it it kind of occurred to me overweight people is like a whole thing too that i have not given any thought to at all and uh but anyway i do have to share a joke so obviously you have to be pretty close to a person to reach out to them and say hey this is the conversation i want to have <laughs> are you in and you responded you said wait am i overweight <laughs> Like I really thought that was funny. Wait a second, am I overweight? So anyway, let me ask you this real quick before we go on to the conversation. I was surprised because a lot of people that were going back and forth on Twitter, they were very political correct people, and they were using the word "fat." Is that is that terminology accepted now? It's like fat shaming fat people. I'm a fat person, and I don't like how you did that. Like that's I kind of thought maybe you don't use the (laughs) f word.
3: Well, I definitely use the F word all the time, Um, but I also use the word fat, and I guess it's fine. I don't really care. I don't really have a preference. I mean, I can tell you the first time I went to the doctor and they give you like the sheet at the end that's like, hey, here's the summary of what we talked about today. And, you know, she hands it and it says like, you're morbidly obese. And I was like, wow, I'm super
0: offended uh, that's the doctor's yes, assessment like morbidly the assessment, obese
3: like i had like morbidly obese like you know um i don't have things that come along with morbid obesity like high blood pressure or anything like that but it did say like make sure you schedule a mammogram make sure that you do this make sure you do that and i remember going home to dick and just being like Pretty straight up rude, and he was like, It's fine. And I'm like, Is it though? Like, that just feels really brazen, so that bothers me. But other than that, I don't really have a term for being overweight that is offensive. I think it just kind of is what it is,
0: yeah. I mean, so a- as your friend, what would you recommend for me in this conversation? <laughs> <laughs>
3: You can say fat. How you do you feel whatever. about being
0: overweight or how do you feel about being fat? Like,
3: yeah, it's the same. It
0: just doesn't matter.
3: I mean, for me, I mean, I'm definitely aware that like I'm obese. You know what I mean and so that's normally what I say. Yeah. Um, but I also don't you know, for the context of this conversation that's what we're talking about, but on a regular you know, on a regular day I say fat. Yeah. You know what I mean? When yeah. I make jokes about myself, I'll be like, you know, because I'm so fat. Yeah. Um, you
0: know? yeah. 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 Well, and I do think it's it's a uh, it's funny too because when you and I met each other, I have like this superpower of remembering faces and names. Now, typically, it's with people that were in my class, but it, I I usually remember faces of people that are a year behind. And I did not remember you, but I did a little research, and you were in the popular crowd. So that's probably a little bit why. I did. <laughs> So anyway, I was listening, I was listening to, you know, I was watching these people go back and forth and I just started thinking to myself, it's like, do, do I, I was like, do I have fat people in my life? And and I started doing like a mental inventory of close friends and I, I thought of you. And then like, I had like a little thought experience that I was pleased with. Cause I was, I was like, I had to consciously think through my friends and then I got to Amy and I was like, oh Yeah. But I told you when I texted you, like, I don't think of you as my fat friend. I think of Amy and Dick. They're my friends. And you, and uh, like you responded. I mean, we're going back and forth on a lot of things, but something you said really kind of hurt my heart. Like you said, that's not the norm. Mm, mm
3: -mm. Like that just
0: is not the norm. Mm -mm. So you would say most people, not your close friends. I mean, there's no way that your close friend sees you as fat friend you're talking about maybe people like at work strangers
3: no i mean i think all of it i think that when you describe someone um you know i think one of the first things we go to is skin color so it'll be like you know the white girl the black guy the whatever and then i think the next thing we often use is size and then hair color eye color um and i think because i do make jokes and poke fun at myself um which can sometimes make other people feel uncomfortable because they don't know how to react to it. I definitely think that most people would say, she's bigger, which is hard for me because I have not always been obese. You know, I mean, um, if you go back and look in high school, in my mind, I was super overweight, but I go back and look and I'm like, good God, I was little, you know? Yeah, yeah.
0: You, I mean, we are just talking about this and I've heard you say this uh, a few times and that is that a lot of people they look at someone like you and they say it's your own fault just lose the weight. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest with you like I have I have been in restaurants and I hate I mean it's it's a hard thing kind of for me to admit this to you but I've been in restaurants and I feel like I have to own some of that too, because I'll see someone that's super overweight, you know, knocking out a huge plate of fries and hush puppies and fried fish. And I'm like, oh, you probably shouldn't be doing that in a judgmental way. Mm-hmm. So, for I don't know, the majority of people that look at someone who's super overweight and just immediately has that thought of their own fault, they need to do something about it. Like, what would you say to a, a lot of our listeners who I would assume? Uh, you know, assess people like that.
3: So a lot of times people think I'm crazy because I will say that to my husband in a restaurant. Like I am conscientious of what I eat and whether I clean my plate or not. And I don't ever ask for seconds and I don't like to um, order desserts in restaurants. And my husband thinks that's crazy. And I'm like, I guarantee you people are looking. And um, so, I mean, I think depending on, you know, your insecurity level and your comfort level, you may or may not, you know, be overweight and even think about that. I do. Um, you know, just depending on where we are. I honestly don't eat like large amounts at one time. And so I kind of went over this with my oldest daughter before um, wanting to even talk about it. Like, you know, she was like, well, what do you think? Why do you think you're overweight right now? You know, let's talk about that ahead of time. So you kind of can wrap your mind around that before you're just like called out on the spot. And honestly, for me, Becoming overweight was really an area of putting my kids first, which sounds a little bit crazy, but that was back when, um, you know, our daughter danced on James Island. We live in West Ashley, we were constantly on the go, we were eating fast food so that she could dance for 13 years. And Um, She was in the studio three to four times a week. And so we really did not have an opportunity to be at home, to cook, to eat normal. And so that is one way where, you know, I did pack on a lot of weight there. And then not knowing how to deal with anxiety and depression and eating to kind of soothe emotions. So, yeah, I would agree I did that, but it wasn't something that I was necessarily aware of at the time.
0: You did that as in you gained the weight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: So, I mean, I put that weight on myself, but... You know, there's lots of people who don't. There's lots of people who have health issues or thyroid issues or, um, you know, sometimes it's a monetary issue. Like, you know, eating fresh fruits and vegetables, like, is a lot more expensive than grabbing a bag of chips. You know, things like that. Um, But I would say that, you know, I don't know a lot of people that would be like, hey, I want to go and walk the bridge, but I'd love for my best friend to jump on my back. You know what I mean? And that is what it's like for me. It's like if you were walking and you carried your kids on your back the whole way right like it's hard it's not an easy journey and yeah. i've done weight loss several times and been successful a couple of times and um you know the first time i lost 50 pounds and i put it back on by having a hysterectomy and i couldn't exercise for 12 weeks and it was the most defeating feeling to see the weight come back on i mean that made me give up yeah but i i think it's super crazy to impose your values on someone else. To be like, "Oh, well, thin is better. Just lose the weight." Like, right? Why do I have to lose weight for you? You know right. what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. And and it's interesting too because a lot of this stuff we're t- I like, I mean, maybe we would have eventually gotten to talking about stuff like this. But I guess as a friend, like, I don't want you to think this is like. A thing that we need to talk about, but I guess at the same time, I wouldn't want you to think that I just don't care that maybe you <laughs> struggle, you know, yeah, I mean, so I've never even asked you this, like are there times when you feel like damn it, I'm gonna do this like i'm i'm gonna I'm gonna you know knock this weight off sort of thing, like are there times now, or do you just feel kind of like a perennially defeated feeling?
3: Um... I went to a conference. Um, I'm in the direct sales business. And so I went to a conference last year for this um, event in Ohio. And as we were walking around, I was with another one of my friends who's super healthy and very fit. And um, sports and fitness is a big part of her life and always has been. So she's, you know, walking around and she's fine. For me, I'm walking around and I'm dying. You know, just even like a normal city block, I was dying. And so I came home last year. I think it was in June. And I was like, I have to do something like that was the eye opener for me. So I haven't eaten fried food since last June. I'm obviously not super skinny. I mean it helped and I've lost weight, but um I'm usually super private when I say I'm gonna lose weight because I'm terrified of the judgment if I fail. Mm-hmm. So like you probably haven't known you know, like for a year that I've been working on it, it um, has gotten harder with the, obviously with the pandemic and not being able to go yeah. out. Um, but yeah, if I usually, if I'm trying to lose weight, I there's, it's really small who I talk to about it. Yeah. I would never like put it on Facebook, like, here we go. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, <laughs> like.
3: <laughs> like a lot of people
0: do. Yeah. Like, I'm
3: like, good for you. If you want to put that out there. Me, I'm just going to hold that in my back pocket. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So I, I wrote some stuff down that you texted me as far as like things that people will actually say to you. You've been told uh, that, that someone likes you despite your weight. <laughs> uh, you've been told by a very close friend that no one will listen to you as a speaker because they will always be distracted by your size. And that if you want to glorify God as a speaker, you need to lose at least a hundred pounds. You've been told that you dress well for your size. What's the deal? Like, <laughs> how, how how are people so unaware to say stuff like that? And are these like? Close friends or
3: Yeah, Um the person actually told me You know, if you want to be a speaker You realize you have to lose A lot of weight, like at least 100 pounds Or no one is going to be able to Listen to you because they're going to be so distracted By your um, size At the time, that was my closest friend And um, I mean, I didn't really Feel like that person Was coming from a place of Mean But um, It was, you know, it was it was mean, um, and untrue. And I do, you know, I'm sure you listen to podcasts because you podcast. Like I watch and, you know, not grade other speakers, but you know, you pick up tips and tricks and, you know, watch people and um I remember the first time really paying attention to someone who was a very overweight speaker and just being like, Are people distracted by her? Like thinking like okay, watch and see if she is effective. And I'm like, why is this even in my head? And just having to release that and to realize that was that person's issue and not mine. Um, when it comes to dressing, like, oh, yeah, I've had many bosses even just say to me, like, you dress so well for your size. And I'm like, oh, like, did you think I was just going to come in a muumuu to work today? I don't know. <laughs> like, what What did you think I was going to do, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, Just culturally, I think we have a sensitivity to like the big things, you know, like um, I think we're taught to look at, um, you know, don't judge someone by race or their ethnicity or their religion or their sexual preference or whether they're a male or a female or, um, you know, now even leave someone alone who's transgender, whatever the case may be. But we don't look at obesity as like another character Trade, where we should be sensitive or where we should tread lightly. There's only one state, which is Michigan, that even makes it illegal to dismiss someone from their job because they're overweight. You could do that in any other state. Really? Yes.
0: Like you you could be let go and they could say because of your weight.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's not a, it's not a place where you could be, it's not an area of discrimination like age or sex or, you know, maternity. Or you could, you can easily be let go. Like they could say, um... For example, I don't want to hire this person who's overweight because that's going to be more of a cost for my um, health care plan, which that's a whole nother topic that's messed up. Like I get really mad about that, especially being overweight and, and dealing with anxiety and depression. So most the medical field treats, you know, if you walk in and you're overweight, I'm going to get treated by a scale like the medicine is set out for like the average person's weight. So should I be getting a bigger dose because I'm overweight? Like, you don't even care. This whole medical field doesn't address that. And you can walk in. There's tons of studies done on doctors are less patient with overweight um People, they don't do as good a job with overweight people. Like, you might walk in and say, Oh, my hip is really hurting. And they're like, Oh, well, you should lose weight. But come to find out, there's been, you know, lots of studies. One that's come to mind was the lady said her hip was hurting. Come to find out, she had um, like cancer in her hip bones, but it was never diagnosed. Oh my gosh. Think about how many hospitals you go to. The MRI machines and things are not made for obese people. They yeah. make them, but most, most like, merger care places don't have them at all. And most major hospitals don't. So I mean, it's just harder to treat it's I mean, I remember the first time flying as an adult and looking at my friend before we were going to fly out and just being like, "I'm terrified that someone's going to see me walk down the aisle and be like, "Oh, great, you know, and it's embarrassing to be like, "Hey, can I have a lap extender?" You know like yeah. you're saying that out loud in front of everyone, and especially when the you know the airline person is like, "Oh, yes." Yeah. Or if they forget, like they walk off to do something else and forget and So now you have to ask again. That's super fun.
0: Right. You know. So do you see this as like a an, a, a shortage of grace for people that are overweight? Like like how, how do you, when you give all these examples and things that people say and how you're treated walking into an airplane, are you, are you saying, hey, offer me more grace? Or are you saying stop? making my weight an issue period i'm a person like like
3: i mean i think it's i maybe i'm crazy i just think culturally people at this stage in life think you know thin is beautiful and so i'm not going to be able to change all of culture and be like no you know being bigger is beautiful um I think there's been some strides, you know, in culture, like to have, you know, quote-unquote plus-size models, which to me look like normal people. Um, But mostly I just wouldn't be... I mean, I'm a person. You know what I mean? I'm just a person. So, like, I just... I don't want someone to look at me first and be like, oh, she's overweight. You know what I mean?
0: Right. Yeah, totally, totally. Are you... It sounds like it, and I don't know if there's any way around it. But do you feel like you're you're consciously uh, or constantly self self conscious, or or are you able to kind of separate yourself from that?
3: I think I do a little bit of both. So sometimes I joke around, like in my mind, sometimes I'm Jessica Rabbit. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, and I'll catch a glimpse of myself in the mirror, and I'm like, oh, who is that? You know? And I forget for moments you know that I'm not super thin or I'm not super beautiful or whatever and then you know I'm aware of it and other times you know I'm super conscientious of it you know like um, obviously you know if I were to go to a pool or if I were to go to the beach like those are places I would be more self-conscious of it because obviously there's more skin showing or something like that but um, I think in general, I have really good people around me um that can go beyond like weight really being an issue. so in my mind, I feel like sometimes I have the opposite of whatever whatever it would be called, like the opposite of um anorexia, where it's like I think I'm thin and then I'm limited when I try to do something and I'm like oh yeah i can't I can't do a split. What am I thinking? You know what yeah, oh, I
0: mean? uh, yeah, yeah have there been actual situations where like right in front of your face or or just so obvious where someone has treated a a thin woman differently than how they treated you right there on the spot
3: yeah Tons of times.
0: Like, what are some examples? When I'm
3: with my sister, so um, my sister and I are super tight, and she's thin, and she, um, there's five of us, and so I always joke that there's two thin siblings, two overweight siblings, and one that's perfectly sized, and um, so my sister, who's right above me, I'm right in the middle, the one right above me, we're super tight. And, I mean, I don't think that we look alike. Do you think we look alike? I don't. don't. See, I don't either. So, um, I,
0: Joe... You don't remember? I did not believe when you said that was your sister. I remembered her because she was in my brother's grade. He had a crush on her. I didn't believe you. Really? Yeah, because I was like, y'all look (laughs) nothing alike. I do not believe. And you're like, I'm serious. That is my sister. I was like, no, it's not, random joker.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Which that would be like me to actually joke about something like that so I can see that. But we don't look alike, which is funny. Um, She and my brother tend to favor each other. Yeah. Um, And then I do look a lot like my other two sisters. But I always say it's because of weight because they're thin and we're not. Um, Except for Meredith, bless you, you are thin. Um, So... I don't know. Anyway, Amber and I spend a lot of time together um, and I do joke when But there's a lot of people who are like, you really are sisters? And I'm like, yeah, just because she's thin doesn't mean we can't be related. I say that a lot, but there have definitely been times like, um, like when we've been shopping together, and I feel like she's treated one way, and I'm treated another way. Um, if we go to a restaurant, I feel like they kind of direct questions towards her, not to me. Really? Yes. Do you know how many times the four of us have gone to dinner, Dick, Audrey, Abby, and myself have gone to dinner, and the servers think that Abby is Dick's wife. And I'm like, who am I? Like,
0: what? So, for our listeners, Abby's a college student. Why?
3: I don't know and I'm always like Dick I just feel like they think That like you're so Cute like you wouldn't be with Me you know what I mean and he's like I you know obviously My husband's like I think That's crazy I mean most of what I say thinks Is in my head and is crazy Anyway but I cannot tell you the Number of times that's happened where they've thought They'll look at Abby and say like so are you together And y'all are together and Audrey and I look at each other I'm like no I'm her mom So that would be weird (laughs) (laughs) So I definitely think, you know, that's weird. And my sister um, didn't believe me when I would say how hard it is just even shop for clothes. Like she was like, it's not that bad. Um, And so I was like, come with me. And so I remember she went with me one time and all I wanted to get was jeans. And um, after about two and a half hours, I just sat on the floor in the dressing room and she grabbed my hand and she started crying and I started crying and she was like this is horrible how um, you're being treated just the how hard it is to find clothes if you're overweight like yeah. that don't look like a grandma or that they haven't taken like little clothes and and you know done like this so that like it's just it's hard to be fitted you know what i mean it's yeah. hard like they either look like you know i should be 90 if it actually fits or that um you know i'm 54 so like if you stretch it out, I'm, I can't work something around the waist that someone is five nine. You know what I mean? Just yeah. things like that. Like she's like, "This is horrible." Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, it is."
0: <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I mean, have you investigated online? I mean, it seems like they're coming up with things for everything. It seems, you know, it seems like there would be a, a place that could accommodate someone like you looking for clothes.
3: Yeah, but it's like you want to try it on because. Yeah. You know, just like a normal woman wants to go in and try, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. you just want to try stuff on. And, I mean, a lot of times they just take something that would look attractive on a smaller person and they just kind of exponentially, you know, cut cut it larger and it's not going to work. Like, I'm not going to be able to, like Priscilla and I are never going to be able to wear the same outfit and look cute. It's not It's not ever going to happen, except for that one picture we have where we're both wearing a Kids Coast t-shirt and a <laughs> jean jacket. We look adorable. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so I hesitate to even ask this because I, I, I'm pretty sure I know the answer. I just don't want to hear it. people staring at you constantly.
3: Um, I, no, I mean, I don't feel like I'm like, what's he eating Gilbert grape? Where they, like, stare at his mom, you know what I mean? I don't think it's that bad. I don't think I'm that obese yet, um, but I definitely think... Um, Like, I was asked to speak somewhere, and I won't say where. It'll be really obvious. Like, um, they didn't see me ahead of time, and when I got there, I felt a very cold shoulder, and it was a panel, and everyone was, like, super thin and very fit and very attractive, and I definitely got the, like, all the other people on this panel were like, oh, and I was immediately, like, embarrassed, and I was like, why would I be embarrassed? Like, this is crazy. Like, so that there's times like that where you can feel someone – judging you and, like, um, that can be uncomfortable. But for the most part, I mean, I'm pretty confident in, like, I know I'm super funny. I know I'm super smart. Um, I'm well-spoken. I'm pretty well-educated. Um, and I have a I do have a lot of friends. I've always had a lot of friends. And so, I mean, I joke sometimes, like, my life is full. Like, I don't have room for anyone else. So it's fine. It would just be your loss, you know? All right,
0: All right. Yeah, I mean just just for a reference point, I mean you you really are in our church family just a magnet to people of all ages and it and that's kind of uncommon, you know, a lot of times people that are really good with kids, it's only a certain age group and maybe not so much adults and I mean you just everybody likes you wants to be closer to to Amy and um I mean that's just super evident, very clear. You obviously both you and your husband feel close to Priscilla and I and you will still make fat jokes about yourself with us. Mm-hmm. Is that to make you feel comfortable or is that because it's like come on, we're all friends, we can talk about this. This is this is a, a part of me why like does it make you feel uncomfortable that that's never talked about or is it just to be funny
3: <laughs> probably with you guys is just to be funny <laughs> yeah yeah um i'm not uncomfortable with you guys about anything i mean you know dick and i brought our own junk to you guys and talked to you about it and um you know, we're tight with you guys, and I don't think there's anything really off limits um but I mean, just like when you text me, you're like, "Would you want to talk about being overweight?" And I was like, "What I'm overweight?" You know, like <laughs> that's like kind of my first response, but I think, um you know sometimes I guess I mean, I don't know. I think more if I'm super uncomfortable about it, i with the people I'm with, I actually don't joke about it. It's more the people that I'm comfortable with, that I know they can laugh at it with me. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not going to stand in front of a group of people I don't know and be like, so, hi. Right,
0: right. so it's not a self-preservation thing. It's just you being Amy Mm -hmm. and having fun. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has the – you said in our our text exchange that people see – Being fat is contagious, and I was curious. Like, what do you what do you mean by that? Because not wanting to sit next to you, or like the airplane situation. I mean, what do you mean by that?
3: (laughs) There, you know, there's a lot of people who are certainly conscientious about um, the way they look or their health. Um, There's a lot of people who are um, health is super important, and so they equate that with um, their size. And I definitely think, um, you know, we were in a small group with a couple and um, I kept telling Dick, like, you know, she had an issue um, with anorexia, which I didn't know at the time and later did find out, you know, that that was a struggle for her. But before I even knew that, I kept saying, Dick, like, I swear she doesn't ever want to eat a meal with us or she doesn't really want to touch me. Like, I feel like she's really looking at me like fat is contagious. And he was like... I think that's in your head. But after a couple of months, he was like, okay, I'm going to touch on this issue. And, you know, he is so sweet. I mean, he doesn't want to bring up weight and never does. I'm the one that has to bring it up. But he was like, she really does treat you like if she hugs you too tight or stands next to you too long, she's going to catch it. You know, and I was like, yeah, it's not just in my head. I'm not crazy. And so it's hard to be then open and free with someone that you feel like you know yeah <laughs> thinks that your fat is contagious yeah. <laughs> or like it may rub off on her in the wrong way or um i mean it's hurtful and it's just ridiculous but i mean you could you could definitely tell there was an issue there and um you know other people in our lives that are they want to fix me you know like here's the cure you know what you could do what if you tried pilates what if you tried All right you know um have you ever thought about what about doing this, or what about doing that? And I'm like, um, what if I gave you a book on how not to be rude? Would you be offended? Right. You know what I mean like right. right So
0: how would you is that is that different from someone that's super close like so let's just say, you and Priscilla are hanging out, and she's literally like, "I love my friend Amy. I read something, and what if that could be really helpful? like would that still be? don't bring that up like how, how, how yeah. do you process through the lens of someone who you know has your back regardless doesn't see you as their fat friend but it's just like well I love Amy mm-hmm. seems like maybe something to bring up to her
3: I mean I definitely think um I've had conversations like that you know and I mean for people that I'm close enough to where we've talked about the struggles I've had with my weight you know um Kelly Adams you know who teaches yoga and is super amazing I mean I could really open up to her even though she's tiny. I felt all the comfort in the world to say, like, hey, I want to stretch and I want to move and, like, help me with yoga. And even if all I could ever do was downward dog, she would be so complimentary and be like, it's just good to stretch, it's good to move, you know, like, that was a safe person. And I would feel the same way with um, Priscilla. Like, there's a relationship there, and I don't think, you know, I totally understand someone saying, I love you and I want you to be healthy. You know, I, I want you to, um, to you know, last forever or whatever, you know, like not die prematurely from heart disease or other things that are associated with being overweight. I mean, I don't want to die early either. You know, I mean, I always joke. I'm like, I would like to be on a generator that has a generator that has a generator. Like, leave me plugged in forever. Um So, oh, now I'm glad I've said this on a podcast where, like, because Dick jokes he will pull the plug early. So now I've said this. Like, I don't want that to happen. This is good (laughs) for posterity's sake. Um, I hope I never change my mind. I hope this sticks forever. (laughs) Sorry, that's, like, another side note. But, um, yeah, I definitely think when it comes to um, people being able to talk to me, I mean, you know me. I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm a pretty open book, and I don't have very many um, walls or limits to what I will talk about with someone,
0: yeah. A a, a pastor, we'll just will we'll use a pastor is telling a story, and he's saying, "Yeah, you know, such and such and such, and uh, my aunt, my you know my my aunt Jenny, she was a really really fat woman." <laughs> <laughs> Like when people, like like using that example with you, I could see you going two, two ways with that. Like on one hand, well, that's the reality. She's overweight. But on the other hand, why are fat people the brunt of your jokes? Mm-hmm. Like when you hear something like that.
3: I've talked about that a lot with my girls too. Like just to be aware of like... Um, TV will portray, like, you know, the fat, dumb kid. I mean, I, I feel like that's, like, people say, oh, I want the fat girl to go with me. You know, she can be my wingman so that, you know, guys won't look at her, they'll look at me. And, you know, there's lots of um, stereotypes that, you know, every beautiful girl has a fat girl in her entourage, and I think that's terrible. And I think it's terrible to to say fat people are less competent in any way. Um You know, I had a really good friend who honestly thought she was coming from a great place. And she said to me when I was interviewing for um, a promotion, she was like, make sure that you like do your hair. And I know you don't normally wear makeup, but have a makeup and like, you know, accessorize well and dress really well because, you know, the first thing they're going to see is you being overweight. And I was like so hurt by that, that this is someone close to me and she felt that that was like even though she's coming from a place that she thought was good, like I was like, that is so insane. And I realize that that is the culture we're in and I think that's what needs to change. Like assuming like someone who's obese, uh, someone who's overweight or obese is less competent, lazy, less of a work right. ethic. You know, like they are the butt of the joke. Right. You know what I mean? And
0: I think that I, I like that as far as like not making assumptions about people based on their size. But unfortunately, I think it's even scientific. Like if me and Brad Pitt are both in a store on on a different day and trying to get a deal, he's probably going to have a better chance uh, two kids that are misbehaving one of them super precious sweet little kid that just is so beautiful and then the other one looks kind of awkward and uh you know they're one pro- people are probably naturally going to be paid more patient with the cute one mm-hmm. like it's just you know so it's gosh i, I mean i i hate that but for sure Maybe it's, I mean, what do you think we should just try really hard to work against that? Because, I mean, you and I both know that it is, it's, I mean, or do you even agree with that? Is it it biological for someone to treat you differently than a model?
3: I think it's cultural. Cultural. Yeah, I mean, I don't think, I mean... I think it's cultural. I think we have on magazine covers and as a culture like that's who our our actors are and you know like that's who we esteem. You know, I don't think that we're just born to be like, you know, when you see a baby and a baby's chubby, you're like, how many people say like, So cute. Oh, you're so cute. And I was like, oh, so healthy. You know what I mean? Like, that's a great thing. When I see like a little tiny, thin baby, I'm always like, oh, I'm scared. Like, I mean, honestly, because I feel like, you know, Weight gain is a sign of health. Like as a as a baby's gaining weight, you know, that's one of the measuring sticks that a pediatrician uses that they're healthy. Um, you know, I don't think that like childhood obesity is okay. And I, you know, I have um, definitely like issues with feeling guilty, you know. With Abby, we prayed a lot, like me and a friend of mine prayed a lot, like don't let her have my body type, you know, and I'm thankful that she doesn't, and I mean, she's tall and she's lean like her biological dad, and I feel great for that. Um, You know, Audrey, I worry about her having other people push on her their idea of what is pretty, you know, I don't want her to struggle like I did, you know? I mean, I was born with a super round face anyway. Like if you go back and look, I mean, I look like my dad's side of the family and they all have super round faces. So even when I was like five and I was real thin, I had a very, very round face. And I mean, I remember being told as a kid, like, well, you can tell you're going to be fat when you get older because your face is round. Like adults telling me that as a kid. And I remember being like... What do you do with that at right. five? What do you do right. with that at eight? What do you do right. with that at 10? You know what I mean? Like, what do you do with that? like, And saying it in a shameful kind of way. And so I think, um, you know, there is fat shaming. There are body image issues in our country that we can't hide from. And um, I think it starts with recognizing that someone's value isn't less based on their physical appearance.
0: Yeah. Do you think because... um there, I mean, you are extremely, I mean, gifted in many areas, but one being like organizational administrative stuff and, and all of that. So, I mean, years and years and years ago, you uh, applied for uh, an administrative position that that would have been working with me and were one of the finalists. Like, any time you put yourself out there for a job, do you think
3: disadvantage, like I have a disadvantage? I think I have a disadvantage if I don't know who I'm interviewing with. Like, I didn't even think about that with, that with you me. at that time. Yeah, I did it. Um, I get nervous. I prefer to have like a phone interview first. Yeah and then go in. Um, Luckily, you know, um, I hope that the job I'm in now is like the job I have until I'm dead. So I won't have to do it again. Um, You know, I really like where I am and I like what I do. So hopefully, you know, the only thing I'll be doing is interviewing in there to move into a different position where I feel I'm already established and people respect me and care about me and see beyond my physical features. But I mean, I remember trying to get the job where I am now. And I've been there in June. It was six years. And just being like terrified, you know, was very thankful. There was a phone interview first. And um, it's a very competitive place where I work. I mean, lots of people try to get there and a lot of people don't. And so I remember being like making sure um, that I was on point for it, you know. Yeah, Yeah, totally, totally.
0: So put you... I think this is putting you on the spot, but we'll let you be the judge of that. And last thing I want to ask you is what what would what would you say to someone or some ones that are overweight, like listening to this? Because I, I do feel like you have a level of confidence. Um, you, you're you're definitely very accomplished. You you are very intelligent. <clears throat> there may be some people that are listening that are not only overweight which culturally it is what it is but also don't have some of the things that you know so there all sorts of people um, that could be listening to this coming from all sorts of life experiences all different sorts of people but those that are overweight like what would you what would you want to say
3: I mean, I think probably the most important thing is just recognize your strengths and recognize your weaknesses. And being overweight is neither a strength nor a weakness. It just is. And I mean, I just try to focus on... Uh, my character and I try to focus on how I'm helping and contributing and you know who am I as a person and I think if you're overweight like don't let that be the overriding factor when you wake up or when you go to sleep or as you're traveling throughout your day you know don't always assume that people are judging you based on your weight but also don't be overly naive either you know like be aware of it but not controlled by it yeah
0: that so I lied because I have a follow-up question, but I really <laughs> like what you said as far as being overweight is not um a strength or a weakness. Would you say someone who is very, very careless with their health, that's the weakness, but not their physical appearance. That is what it is. Is that is that a distinction there? So someone that's just like, shit, I just don't care. I'm gonna eat whatever I wanna eat, I don't care about exercise, just doesn't matter to me there's a weakness in discipline, but when you look at them as a person and they're overweight, their overweight is not a weakness. That-
3: yeah, and I think um, in our country, part of the reason that um, being overweight is a health issue is because... Um, Again, like medicines aren't tapered to that size, like I don't think they get the proper treatment. I think a lot of things are glossed over because of that, and that's the whole issue. I mean, you can google that and see tons of reports on that that is a problem in our country um but I think that um you know being overweight doesn't automatically mean you're unhealthy, like I said, I have you know great cholesterol levels and things like that. I don't have heart issues, you know, things like that. Um, but I definitely think that um, you know, if if you feel convicted about something in your life, like deal with that. And if you feel like you haven't been convicted about your um health, then, you know, you've got something bigger to deal with. You know, I, I definitely feel that way. Like there's things that are bigger deals right now than if I'm eating a bag of chips or if I'm eating carrots. You know what I mean? But I definitely think um All of us should maintain a healthy lifestyle. I think that if you have given up, though, and you're just eating whatever you want, there's an underlying issue. And I would say, think about that. You know, for someone to be like, oh, I just don't care, there's a reason. Yeah. I think everyone cares about survival and being healthy. I mean, that we're wired that way.
0: Yeah. I'm totally. I'm just going. I'm keeping going. Okay. I, I thought I was. <laughs> what would you do if you saw me putting on crazy weight? Like you, you've known me. Like we've been friends now for a good, I don't know, seven, eight years, and so I, I've always been within a, a thirty-pound range. Like, what if you saw me just starting to? knock that thing out of the park and just getting bigger but would as my friend would you say something to me like would you ask questions
3: um I think I would I think I would actually go to Priscilla first because I would be afraid either you changed your medicine and like oh that's causing a weight gain or I would be like you know is Joey depressed is that something like I think I would go to her first so as not to like make you feel worse if it was like a side effect of a medication or something you know what i mean like um i mean i would notice you know i mean i think we do notice when people have extreme weight gain or extreme weight loss like there's a cause for it if it's extreme and i think if you you know i would but see that's where my head goes it doesn't go towards like Well, Joey's gotten lazy, but people think that. People think that if you're overweight, you're just simply lazy. Like I got more hustle than most people. I'm not lazy. You know I mean? I typically sleep four to six hours a night and that's it. Like I got some game. Um, It is not that I'm just sitting around lazy eating bonbons all day. Like I wish that was my life. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate your time. Thanks. It's awesome. Thanks. Good hanging out. Yeah. And having
0: you in my house just chilling.
3: I know. Um, I it's... think
0: Priscilla's here. You get uh, you get to hang out with the your favorite Smithson now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm the pastor's son, William. People call me Big Santa. Do you have a question, comment, feedback, or hate mail about anything you just heard? Check the show notes for our phone number. Leave a message, but don't be long and boring as Helen's house. Tell us your name and number. Origin. Origin. Let us know if we can play it on the podcast and talk about you for millions to hear and maybe maybe snicker at.